Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, welcome to today's edition. Edition? Mm-hmm. Why not? Of mm-hmm. Red Men News. I'm Chris Pajak. This is Ross Chanley, and we're here to talk about all the latest news stories. And as it seems like it's been for a long time now, Timo Werner, but like instead of Ross releasing all the information at once, the drip feeding us the information at the moment. So there actually is new stuff to talk about each and every time. I think it's him who's dripping this thing, you know. I used, I used courted yesterday of like, you know, he's come and get me, please. Liverpool, that's twice he's used it now. And thinking about what you just said there, it's defo him. Well, Klopp did come out and say, like, it's got to be about the player wanting to join and, you know, fighting for the place and all that type of stuff. And Sport One knows the Reds around the Egan Klopp, okay, are interested in signing the national striker, but they are not alone. Werner is still considering. You boss up bedtime stories, aren't you? Oh mate, I make them up. So, yeah. oh yeah. So I, I like the, me, the kids. We'll do this at the end of the show. You're here for the news, but remind me, and I'll tell you about my epic story that I'm telling them at the moment. Um, Werner's flattered. Sport One knows. I like this. Mm. Sport One knows. Werner is particularly flattered by Liverpool advertising. This means more. But also knows about the difficulty of asserting himself in the starting group around Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, and Roberto Firmino. Most recently, Werner had publicly praised Liverpool. Liverpool are the best team in the world at the moment. Makes me very proud to be associated with it. It's great, but I know that Liverpool have a lot of good players and I have to improve. I still have a lot to do to learn and to get to the level and play there, he told Norwegian TV station Via Sport. Exit clause over €30 million. Only last summer, Werner extended his contract with the Saxons until 2023. But according to Sport One information, so Sports One knows, this contains an exit clause of €30 million plus a guaranteed of performance-related bonus. This is quite interesting because it it was like €50 and it ended in April and now it's like down to about £25 quid or €30 million, Ross. Yep, sounds. uh, There's nothing else I can add. We spoke about Werner last week and this week already, but the fact that if if this is the case, it would not surprise me this was already done. (laughs) But like, and if you look at the Minamino stuff as well, like Liverpool find these details out. Yeah, Edwards knows. Michael Edwards (gasps) knows. Edwards is sport one. I just phoned Vern and says, what have you got for me? He's having a release clause, it's 30 million euros. Bang that in tomorrow's news. Oh, I sound. Edwards has clickbaited the shit out of us. <laughs> He's loving it. Sound? Yeah. Uh, I think we all know that we want um, Timo Werner. Yep. But also the knock-on effect of that is, you know, there's other positions that well, myself, you included, and a lot of the fans want to um, go and add to as well. You know, maybe a left-back or, you know, other positions. 
<laughs> you've effectively got another 30 million euros in your bank, in your back pocket, haven't you? I mean, Timo Werner, for what Lovren cost, or what an Aldem or Lallana, roughly what these lads cost, is pretty damn good business, and I think Liverpool should be considering this. One of the things that was brought up on Monday Night Football, and this headline's are not quite right, actually, from football365.com, says Liverpool will consider £130 million bid for underappreciated Salah. Liverpool fans. Yeah, it's Liverpool fans would consider, and that's what Jamie Carragher was saying on... on, on um, Monday night football on Monday in the night when it was the football um, and so I, this is a bit misleading and I would ignore the headline on this and what Jamie went on to say Ross is that the fans would consider £130 million and I, I, I cast myself as one of those fans to be honest that he was talking about and then he came out with a load of reasons why it would be a stupid thing and to be honest with you I can hold my hand up and, go and say yeah, yeah, yeah Jamie you're right I'm wrong on this one um, but there is still something at the back of my mind that goes, capitalise now! <laughs> yeah, there's, there's two but sides. But he's boss, most boss. The, the thing is, there was the question going round on socials, like, if you had to get rid of one of them, who would it be? And, like, everyone's got their own opinion, but, like, it's a hypothetical question, which, like, everyone got, like, dead annoyed about. I was like, I don't want to get rid of any of them. It's not actually happening. My my vote doesn't mean that Mo Salah's fucking leaving the football club, but, you know, when he backs it up with all the stats and how important he is, and I, I think the other point that he made was he gets levelled at him because he was so prolific in his first season at Liverpool. That's what everyone compares him to, but, we you know, we've seen recently his game's changed, he's adapted, he's much more of a hold-up winger, inverted winger now, isn't he, rather than and creating for other people. Plus the frustrations of Mikey not passing and being selfish and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that's what he was doing the season before. He was scoring goals. It just wasn't the, the rubber of the greens not going his way. And why can't you have all those three plus a team of Werner? But it, I also get the point of like if Real Madrid come in and go, well, where's 200 million quid? Like, I, I think you probably would take it, wouldn't you? I think that. I think the, 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 not, the, not 130. The, no, I think the thing for me, right, isn't that like. Maybe 130 is too low, actually. Okay. Uh, unbelievable Mo Salah. Unbelievable footballer. One of the top 10 players in world football. Class in any positions for me, anyway. Um, and world class. Absolutely world class. But I think I trust Liverpool that if someone came in with a ridiculous £200 million bid, I trust them to invest that yeah. brilliantly. That's the thing, it's the trust thing with Michael Edwards and the team and Jürgen and everybody involved with transfers at the football club. It, it's also how it's spun as well. So you just made that, and again, it's hypothetical. And there's like, Liverpool fans want rid of Mo Salah. We don't, it's just... just if. Yeah, yeah, if this was to happen. But, you know, you probably say that for a lot of players at Liverpool. Let me know what, what the number did. is that you that you would consider. And, and would you consider it, or would you just be like, nah, I'm not having it, Mo's here to stay. I love him, it's why I support Liverpool. Let me know in the comments section below. Um, so we'll move on to Melissa Reddy's story uh, before we talk about my bedtime stories. And Melissa Reddy explains why James Milner was absent from Liverpool squad last night. Um, I'm not going to read too much from the story, but I am reading from Empire of the Cop because there's a tweet here, and it says, Milner, slight muscle train, left out as a precaution. Sound clock one into play. He said, in, uh, Did he, yeah? yeah, just before the game kicked off, he got asked, you know, why have you picked Naby Keita? He said, well, <laughs> I kind of wanted James Miller in there, but he's, you know, he's not, he's not available. So I think he was talking about Henson, the role he plays, making sure everyone's doing their job. You get that with James Milner as well. I think, you know, on reflection, you probably, you know, agree with that. Mm. And the fact that, you know, he's the best manager in the world. He knows what he's doing. But, you know, it's just, just nice to know because I think he, he came on towards the end of, of the Madrid game. Um, and you expect him to start this game. Possibly, yep. but he's fine, for precaution. Good. Uh, so we'll move on. Um, the mirror of led with Liverpool's uh, Felipe Coutinho clause means Sadio Mane will cost Barcelona £225 million. This is something that we've known about for a long time. This really, it's not new news to me in any way, shape or form. I thought it had run out. 2021. Okay. 
So it, uh, there's apparently there's just a hundred million pound premium if Barcelona want to sign a top uh, a Liverpool player. So if they want to sign, I don't know, um, Carius, instead of the one million we'd be asking for, they'd have to pay hundred and one. Yeah. Um, equally, that works with Sadio Mane. If they want to spend hundred and thirty million on Mane, hundred million euros or whatever probably comes out at two two five something like that. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. We're not selling to Barcelona anymore. We're a better football team than them. Leave me your thoughts on that one in the comments section. Don't want Carius. That I broke in the news yesterday. I'm sure, I already put that on the agenda. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, Why well, now? names three clubs you may leave Liverpool for. Do you know the three clubs off the top of your head, Ross? PSV, Feyenoord and Sparta. I think well done. PSV, yeah. Feyenoord or Sparta. Yeah. There you go. Um, and listen, this contract runs out at the end of the 2021 season, so at the end of next season. Um, it's, inter- it's a really interesting one. This I remember talking to David Maddock about it, actually. Uh, and I wonder if that's in this article somewhere it is. It, it is understood that the club have not yet offered Wijnaldum a new deal. But the Daily Mirror journalist, David Maddock, recently told the Red Men TV that he expects the club to offer him a new contract. And I'm standing by that. I was in the room with David when he told the Red Men TV slash me, uh, that that was going to be the case. Uh, you can watch that video by clicking the link in there. Uh, it's on Team Talk at the moment. Uh, he did tell us that. I can confirm that that is actually true. Um, and I do think that Genie will be offered a new contract at Liverpool. What about you? Why wouldn't you? I, I think he's shown. I mean, he's one of those players where you can't measure him in, in, in normal stats, can you? I think there's frustrations with his performances. And I think someone said yesterday he hasn't assisted in, in two years or something like that. He literally scored a goal yesterday. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's got better. But you know, just what he provides is a bit like Henderson in that energy. And there's certain games where he's, you, know, you need that muscle. I think you get that from Gini Manal. He provides something different. I, mean, I think he's, he's only improved since... Brilliant player and a brilliant system player for me. Uh, One final story before we get into the comments. Uh, I think it's important that everybody knows this. Uh, The final Hillsborough Memorial service to take place at Anfield uh, will be Wednesday the 15th of April 2020. It's the 31st anniversary of the Hillsborough disaster. And it will be the final memorial service to be held at Anfield, which will commemorate the lives of the 96 porters who died in the tragedy. I didn't realise that this was going to be the last one until I saw this story. I, I'm, I'm sure maybe it's been advertised somewhere else before and stuff, but I think, it, it, you know, I'm just... Look, you can get tickets, they're free. They go on sale on February the 26th at 9am, Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, free of charge if you want to go and show your respects. I've been to these services before. Um, it's sombre affairs, but really good to, you know, reflect and, and think about and, 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 and you know... If you want to go and show your respects, then then please do that. Uh, as I say, uh, tickets will be available. It'll be the last one to be around for the really emotional services. And if you're in and around the city on those days and you want to show your respects, then please do. And you can go uh, and do that. And tickets will be available from liverpoolfc.com forward slash tickets. Uh, so we'll get into some of the comments now, uh, Tom. We're going to start with the Timo Werner stuff, please. Uh, yes. If we get on to that, that would be a good place for us to get started. And then I'll do my story later. Uh, Joey Muddy says in Mel Reddy's recent article, she seems to think that we will that we will only be interested in transfers between the thirty and fifty million mark this summer. This obviously fits Timo. Yeah, I think you might uh, be too cheap now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just for that bracket. Sorry, maybe ten million pound more we'd have. Yeah, I, I think that's right in the sense of. I think you could probably name our best eleven, and you could probably add one or two players that could be in that mix as well. So you don't need to buy someone to replace a starter, which we have done the past seasons. It's a progression of where this team is at with the combination of 
what is the point in spending 80 million pounds on someone who's not going to play for you every week when you've got the likes of jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Verde that you can buy and these players underneath that you, know, you can trust and know your system will come through. Yeah, I mean, look, let's go through that because I find that a really interesting comment. Um, is there any? Is there a position in the back five where you would actually want to upgrade? Because I think the one that comes to me is Joe Gomez, but I wouldn't want to upgrade. I think there's better centre-halves out there, but I wouldn't want to upgrade him. I think he's got a fantastic partnership with Virgil and his ceiling's ridiculously high. Like I genuinely believe Joe Gomez could become the best centre-back in world football. So I wouldn't want to upgrade him. So I'm not upgrading any of the back five of you. No. Definitely not Trent. Definitely not Robbo. Definitely not goalkeeper. I'm not even going to mention the other man that I've not mentioned his name because that's just disrespecting how good he is. So then you're on to the front three. Well, I love the front three. And... I'm happy with the front three. I think everybody's probably happy with the front three. Then you're on to the midfield. I think we've got the best DM in the world yep. for our system. And then you're on to two, two more spots in the team. I love the captain. I think he's absolutely superb. I wouldn't be replacing him. I love Gini Wijnaldum and I want him in. Can you get better players than him? Maybe. Can you get better players for us? Maybe not. Yep. So I think you're right. What are you doing here? Where are you going? You know what I mean? I mean, there are people think Pogba's a better midfielder than all the lads in our team, but he's not. No. No. So, I mean, like, who else are you talking about here? Is it Kevin De Bruyne? Yeah, I'd take Kevin De Bruyne. Absolutely, I'd take him. You've got to think about the age thing with some of these people, which is the only reason why I think you might do. Which is the case before we hypothetically said, if you get him with the seller, but the only reason you're doing that is because you're buying someone younger who's going to blast you. Five to eight years, but like, we need to fucking do anything. It's fucking, it's fucking sound. 
European world, European world champions and going to be Premier League champions. I, I, think, I, I think we're all right. I, I, th- I think what Mel's probably driving at with that is, uh, the, you know, the 30, 50 billion mark. It's unlikely she thinks that we're going to spend 100 million or 200 million on a player because they put trust in their own processes nowadays as well, don't they? You know, look, you could get Jaden Sancho and I think he'd be a brilliant signing for Liverpool. I really do. And you'd have to spend over 100 million quid for, for him. And I'd like Liverpool to do that. It's not my money. But I also trust that if Liverpool spend 30 on another lad, or 50 on Havertz or something like that, we'll get a tune out of them as well because that's what type of a football club we are now. Look at Minamino. Like, two, three seasons ago when we bought like Andy Robbo, everyone was like, well, what's this lad doing? Now we're buying people for £7.5 million and no one batted an eyelid because it's like sound. We, we trust Michael Edwards, you know, Michael Gordon and, and Jürgen Klopp to do, what they, Absolutely. To, to do whatever they Got want. Another one for us, Tom? Yeah, obviously there's been a lot of discussion about Salah, just even before you mentioned him, talking about him being selfish and blah, blah, blah. A lot of debate in the comments. Um, you asked for a, a price and what have you. Um, Steph Ten said, we'll consider 180 mil, so many good players to be bought with that. Azak Fever says Salah is 150 mil. I'd only swap him for a fe- phenomenon like yeah. Mbappe, possibly Sancho, but not even sure on him. But then Linda Stanley says, sell Salah, question mark. He's smashed every record set by Suarez, Torred, <laughs> etc. What are people smoking? It's true. It doesn't cost to do better as well, It's true, it? yeah. it's true. He's amazing. Yeah. And like, I highly recommend if you, it like, obviously, I don't know whether it'll be geo-locked, some of this content and stuff, but Sky Sports Twitter put a big section of Monday Night Football. I think it was about a five-minute clip them talk, uh, Jamie Carragher talking about Mo Salah. Tom Rebbin accounts uh, There you go. So, you know, I, I'd imagine it's not geo-locked. Anybody can probably watch that from Monday Night Football. Uh, but it is absolutely brilliant and everyone should have a VPN anyway. So, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Got another one for us, mate. Um, yeah. So, talking about Salah and being selfish, Music Man says, we all love Salah, but he needs to be less selfish in the final third. And then David Anon on the other side says, if teams have figured out Salah, how can we score against West Ham? And he just keeps scoring regardless, doesn't he? Does, he's a 6-8 for Salah. Yeah. The, the thing is, that, and I've said this before, like, go back a couple of seasons, we had like Lambert, Barini and Balotelli, was it, up front? who didn't create anything, like you always bank with Mo Salah, and it's the same for last night as well, being 2-1 down. This team will create chances, he's part of that, whether he's on the ball or off the ball is, is irrelevant because he brings other people into play, or he, you know, one of the things he highlighted in the Monday Night Football was, you know, he gets the ball, there's two people around him, mm. there's two people occupying him, Fine, what's he supposed to do? Mm. <laughs> because they haven't worked him out, they just need to know, he's fucking amazing, so we'll go and mark him as well, and that leaves, you know, Bobby and Manny free, and, and the two runners from deep. Even so. think about the, 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 the disallowed, the offside goal from last night, you know, Trent's in a, a, an absolute prick ton of space, over on the right-hand side. Why? Why? Where's the forward that's supposed to play there? He's just off. Occupying defenders somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, uh, it's a mad one, the Salah thing. I absolutely adore him. I, I just maybe don't adore him as much as I adore a Mane or a Firmino. But I love him. I still love him. I love him more than I probably love Torres. Maybe about the same, maybe not quite as much as Suarez. I don't know why that is, but you know, you get enamoured with the players, don't you? Suarez was a striker as well, wasn't he? So sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a bit of winger striker, isn't he? Yeah. He does, he scores the goals, doesn't he? Uh, Got some more for it, mate? Um, Yeah, one on Genie. Um, Stephen Somerville says, having Genie in our squad is crucial. Having him sign a new contract is great for him and providing more assists. There was another comment, I forget the name, sorry, basically just talking about, you can't get the ball off him. It's impossible. 
It's never been done. Not in the history of football has Gini Wijnaldum ever lost a ball. Facts. Sport one knows. Loves scoring headers as well, doesn't he? Loves it, mate. Yeah, I Barcelona last night. Loves it. I, I think it's right. I think when you spoke to David Maddock, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but it was just the length of the contract because of his age. There's a the debate over. I've, like he's so hard to replace, isn't he? You know, it's fine if you think of like a Marco Gruch who's away, but then he's then got to come back in the Liverpool system, so he doesn't play for you know two, three, four months potentially, or if he does, even if he's good enough. But it's happened the depth that we got, and he said it's like you know it's four for two places in that you know midfield spot, and he can play the six as well. You're gonna get injuries. Like you need people like Gini Manaldum week in week out. Yeah, Trig Josh says Salah is married, Chris. You've got no chance, mate. So am I. So nosy and probably doesn't care. Uh, one more. Uh, I think everyone just wants to hear uh, your bedtime story. Oh really? Oh, it's not that good, you know. I've built it up, and I'm. No. I'll do it. So rather than like read a story every night, sometimes I just make them up and I find it really good fun. But I don't really make them up because I'm not that creative a person. Yeah. So they've got the two dolls, one's called Phoebe and one called uh, Alexa. Good name. I thought so too. Yeah. yeah. Named after yours, kid. Thanks. Um, not the thing. No. Um, so they, they've got these two dolls, so I take these two dolls and basically insert them into other great stories um, so the Phoebe and Alexa went to the Lonely Mountain and defeated the dragon called Smog recently wow yeah and then they went over to Mordor to face um, Sauron right um, and they're basically I just did the they sound like Lord the... of the Rings films oh, okay. and, and The Hobbit yeah um, and just it's quite easy they absolutely adore it yeah absolutely it's better for you it. as well because when you're reading the same shit week in week yeah. out it's boring well better than spot yeah you know what I mean they don't do anything just lose his fucking mum and finds her again yeah. shit I know, what that, I know what's going to happen yeah read it 900 times mate Tiger came to tea Back oh to my game, god yeah. what a greedy tiger yeah yeah you would be annoyed that wouldn't you yeah, so, like, the kids, it, and, and the great thing is, when you're telling them about orcs right before bed, he's scared them, which is funny anyway. It's not like you to do things no, like that. No, it's not like me to do that. But also, you get, they go, what does an orc look like? And you get the photos off and you see the pure fear <laughs> in the face. Like, Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> it's brilliant. Fucking hell. So I highly recommend it, like. Yeah, yeah. I'll think about that. I need to watch Lord of the Rings first, don't I? You've not watched Lord of the Rings? No. No, no. I've got a spare 45 hours in me week to fucking watch them. You've not had a spare 45 hours since fucking 2001. Busy man. Can you believe he's not watched all the rings? Loads I haven't either. He... <sighs> or Star Wars. Oh. Don't. Or Star Wars. What's the better trilogy, everyone, in the comments? Because I don't care. <laughs> 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 you've genuinely not. No, no. But you've eaten marmalade? Yeah. Obviously. And marmite. Yeah. Where have we gone from Star Wars to marmalade? Have you eaten marmalade? Yeah. Have you eaten marmalade? Let me know in the comments section below. There were six people in the room the other week, which is why it's ah. why it's there. And only me and Tom actually had actually eaten marmalade. And there was like 20 year old people. So yeah, oh, take Josh. See if you can get a studio in Anfield, Liverpool FC, love Redmen TV, be easier to interview players, etc. Thank you very much. Um, I'm not sure they're into us in that way. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We'd have loved that one at one point, uh, but we're quite happy where we are, to be honest. Uh, Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars. Wow, says Zaheen. Linda Stanley says Lord of the Rings. Pretam Bachiara says Star Wars. I, um, I am really torn on this. The best trilogy, Fast and Furious. 
No. <laughs> is Tokyo Drift part of that trilogy? Yeah, that's the third one. It's the best oh, one. No. no, it's not. How many is there? It's, it's like nine. Terrible. Tokyo Drift is absolutely There's like 12 now. Terrible. That's the best one. It's not. How many films do you make about racing cars? Loads, mate. I've seen cars. They're not, a, they're not about racing cars anymore. It's about Robin Banks and then Double Crossing and all that. The Tokyo Drift, I know we've had this conversation a few years ago, is not the best Fast and Furious. It's the best one. It's number two is the best. Clive said he used to like me and now he doesn't. Well, I, I agree with Clive and I, I absolutely 100% agree with Clive on this one. Why have you never watched Star Wars? There you go, Nuzo. Tokyo Drift is the best, thank you mate. What? Oh, I've got the comments before you. Oh no, yeah, Nuzo. Tokyo Drift is the best. There it is. Star Wars rules the universe of trilogies. I am a massive Star Wars geek, like massive. Like read all the old canon books up until like forty-five years after Star Wars, the comics, absolutely everything. Um, but I'm a massive Lord of the Rings fan as well. So to to pick a the film trilogy is easy. Star Wars. It's Star Wars. There's no there's no question with that. But the bloody Lord of the Rings books, man, and the Star Wars books are. The Star Wars books of the films are terrible. Oh dear. Yeah. Which do you do first? Do you see the film go, oh my God, it's amazing, and then read the book afterwards? Obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's why you think it's, the books are a bit shit, because the films are fucking bad. So. Yeah, maybe. I think we've, we're, we're kind of done here. Like, we'll continue this off camera. Thank you very much for watching. Smash that like button. Smash that like button if you think Star Wars is better than Lord of the Rings. Smash that like button if you think Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars. We'll work out the answers at the end and add them up. And uh, we'll see you next time on Red Menus. So.